Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Oh, we're busy. We have on the menu today a stupid explanation for a terrible decision. We have the biggest mess in sports, which is getting worse by the day. We've got next year's Super Bowl teams. And yes, we've got naked old people. All that and more. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. <laughs> I wish you could have all seen the looks on the faces of Jeff Saturday and Dan Graziano, <laughs> who joined me here with the naked straight talk. Old people. Naked old people. Naked old. I like the wow. way you say it. Say it again. Naked old people. I like the way you say naked. Yeah. Is that is that that's, naked. that's how you pronounce that word? Yeah. It's, it's, it's N-A-K-E-D. You pronounce no, no. it naked. Naked. N-E-K-K-I-D. Yes, I love it. I love that pronunciation. I can't pull it off. Anyway, they're here uh, with the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise, football conversation, and more. Saturday and Graziano, boys, thank you as always. Mm. You'll have to stick around for the naked old people. We've got. Yeah. Do we, we have to. <laughs> That's coming up a little bit later. All right, we got a bunch of stuff that we're dealing in here, and um, as we go through the football news of this day, I guess we start with Tom Brady, who does his final appearance on his podcast with Jim Gray yesterday, and the difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, the two legendary quarterbacks in some state of flux, who um, we've basically talk about every single day because it's so significant to the sport what they do Aaron Rodgers is just a human stream of consciousness right he's just going on McAfee every week and he's just saying whatever comes into his mind and it's delightful that's not a criticism it's just I think a reality so to some degree you you take what he says with a bit of a grain of salt because he could easily change his mind by tomorrow that's right (laughs) whereas Brady I've always felt is very calculated in the things he says, also not meant to be a negative. It's just his personality. Your buddy Peyton Manning, I think, is the same way. Absolutely, Peyton doesn't ever say anything by accident. Never, right? That that's you're very careful because he's they're cognizant of the power of their words. So when Brady refuses to just what when the question is asked about his retirement, he could very easily say, "Jim, what part of I'm retired did I not make clear? Like I'm done. It's been a great career. I'm moving on." But he doesn't say that. He continues to say, "Well, we take it day by day and all of that stuff." Jeff, what does that say to you? Yeah, he's coming back at some point, right? He's considering this comeback, and whether it's with Tampa in you know in the beginning of the season, whether this is, "Hey, I'm going to wait for another team to approach me as the season starts and kind of moves on." Uh, but I do think he's contemplating. I think that he, um, for whatever reason, has left this door open. And um, and I'll be honest with you, I, I like it. I mean, I'm here for it. You know, I'm, I'm I've become a fanboy, right? So I, I'm excited that he would even consider it. And I, I get that he's comfortable in his decision and all the nice things that he said. But ultimately, he has not closed the door, in my opinion. And so I hold on hope that we'll see him uh, come back. And as Dominique Foxworth has said many times, he's challenged him that he can't do it. He can't come back midseason and win a Super. Bowl. So he'll make man of the arena and we'll all be fired up for it. Dan Graziano, I, I have had it <laughs> speculated. I, I haven't had it speculated. I've seen it speculated 
that one of the things that Brady may be thinking about is that if he continues to play, he doesn't want to continue to play in Tampa. Right. That, that they've gone about as far as they can go with that one, to use a Broadway show tune line, um, and that, you know, between Chris Godwin is going to be a free agent and a whole bunch of other guys, that that's not a team that is ready-made to win a championship the way that it was. How would slash could all of that work if, in his mind, he's thinking, I'd like to play but this is not the place. Well, the first step would be to say you're retiring. So check. Right. Right. So now Tampa knows it has to go replace you. So once they do, uh, then, you know, if you decide you want to come back, you're in a better spot because the Buccaneers aren't going to say, well, if, let's say the Buccaneers trade for Deshaun Watson, right? They're not going to then, and Tom Brady says he wants to come back. They're not going to just sort of say, oh, well, Tom, you can't leave. We need you because they've already replaced him. So at that point, you know, you could be in a position where you could force a trade or you could force the Bucks to release you. They're going to have to do something with the contract anyway to get under the cap, whether it's just what Breeze did last year before retiring, knock all the salary down to bonuses. They're probably going to have to wait till after June 1st to release him or put him on the reserve retired list. Uh, so it might not be like a midseason comeback. It could be something that happens in June or July or August. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I think if, if the theory is correct that he wants to keep playing just not in Tampa – then the first step would be to say, I'm retired, and then a few weeks later, after Tampa has found its next option, change your mind. And there's a template for this, and I'll make it Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Brett Favre did this exactly. When Brett Favre was leaving Green Bay, he really wanted to go to Minnesota. There was no earthly way the Packers were going to trade him within their division. So he went and played a year for the Jets, and played well, and then retired, knowing that the Jets would make other arrangements at quarterback, which they did. They traded up to take Mark Sanchez high in the first round. And then when Favre calls them up and says, actually, I think I'm going to continue playing, they have no choice but to release him. And he gets to go exactly where he wanted to go, which was Minnesota, in the first place. So I'm not saying that's definitively what Brady is doing. But I wouldn't be surprised. I would love it, man. If if, (laughs) if he wants to keep playing wherever you want to play. I think Indy might be open. I'm not saying you should. I'm not Could saying you, imagine you shouldn't. That. But boy. The history with him and Indy, Ooh. I mean, up to and in, not only all the great games oh. with him against Peyton, but up to and including the deflate gate thing. Like, yeah. could he, he couldn't go to nah, Indianapolis. That'd probably be a, tough, that'd be a tough stretch. But for a guy like me who's pulling for it, <laughs> uh, I can dream. I can dream. That's straight talk wireless. <laughs> no contract, no compromise. You know what? We went around the horn on a bunch of other quarterback stuff today. And so let's recap that because there was some stuff that happened over the weekend that we didn't touch on for the obvious reason that we had the Super Bowl. Um, but one of them is Carson Wentz. Yeah. And decisions that have to get made there. And for anyone who doesn't know, Jeff Saturday not only played for the Colts all those years, you've got the horseshoe on the heart. Yes, sir. Like, you care about the organization Absolutely. and the team. Do you believe Carson Wentz is coming back? I do not. I do not. I just think, I, I just think when you, you kind of read the tea leaves, everything that's being said, and his performance. I mean, listen, you, you, people always talk about he kind of earned where this is, and no, and, and no big game did he really you know, outplay or, or show out the way that you had expectations. In the last two game, flat-out duds, and you lose uh, to the Raiders and then the Jacksonville Jaguars and miss the playoffs because of it, and your performance is bad. Um, I, I think I think that kind of that kind of put him da- or put him out of of the fray, for lack of a better term. And so, I, I think when you think about Carson Wentz and what the expectations were for him, he probably played about on par number wise. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit lower in the yards per game that you would want. You know, he's around two hundred or two ten or something. You'd want him higher than that. But his touchdown to inter- interception ratio is good. But he didn't. 
it doesn't inspire you. You know what I mean? And when you're the Colts and you think you have players surrounding him that can, can, should be inspired by him, it just doesn't make sense. But somebody better is going to have to take that spot. That's the toughest part for the Colts is until the Aaron Rodgers news drops and the, those dominoes begin to fall, it's really hard to figure out who's going to be available and not. That's the problem for him. Who are the dominoes? A straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Who are the dominoes that we're talking about here, Dan? Who, who are the other quarterbacks that we expect to be out there and available whenever this game of musical chairs begins? Well, it starts with Rodgers, right? If he decides he doesn't want to play in Green Bay anymore and they have to trade him. Uh, similar situation, though less you know, I- intense, with Russell Wilson in Seattle. If he yep. decides he doesn't want to be there, we don't know that he will, but there was some discontent that came to the surface last year. Uh, Deshaun Watson, we know, does not want to be in Houston anymore, but there's an off-the-field issue, significant one, that has held that up, but that could be something that moves along this offseason. Uh, and then you, you know, the next tier of guys, Garoppolo, is going to be traded somewhere by San Francisco. Uh, I think there's some thought that Minnesota might look into mm. Kirk Cousins, but you know, that's going to be tough, the $35 regime, million right? guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot out there. I'm probably forgetting somebody obvious, but uh, but that's... What do you mean Minnesota's going to look into Kirk Cousins? No, I said there's some thought that maybe he could be available just because new coach. Yeah, new regime. New uh, new GM GM, Mm -hmm. uh, and final year of his contract. But as we know, the final year of his contract. Trading him? Like what what, 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 would mean trading him? We can't release him. They got $35 guaranteed. So that's not on the table. That's a lot worse than like if you're the Colts and you release Carson once, you got to pay 15. Let me just ask this question. If you're the Colts, a lot better than 35. Are you better off with Kirk Cousins than you are with Carson Wentz? Oh, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I would think. I, th- I would think you'd be in a better situation. But the problem is the thirty-five million dollar mm-hmm. number, and what would that look like? Like he's saying, you gotta, you gotta figure out is he your long-term answer? I mean, that's your, that's your question with every, with all of these guys. Unless you make the splash with Aaron Rodgers, one, and even Russell Wilson, I would say I'd put right. I mean, he's not on the same level, so I'd put him underneath that. Those two guys, I think, are the guys that everybody's going to want to go after. Because then you get even Jameis Winston. Like all, I mean, you could go yep. all the way down that kind of list is who fits and what system better. Um, there's, a lot to, there's a lot of moving parts when you're talking about these quarterbacks right now. And, and with the Super Bowl being a week later than it ever has been before, this stuff is going to come fast and furious. Oh, yes, these decisions sir. are all getting made in the next few weeks. This is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Meanwhile, before I let you guys go, we have to get to the bottom of something. Uh-oh. Nuno, are you with us uh, and SBU? ready to go? Hashtag yeah. Nuno, you ready to go? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. We, we may have to conduct an investigation. Uh-oh. So our dear friend Max Kellerman has just concluded his radio program, <laughs> oh. which precedes ours. It is called KJM. It's Keyshawn. It's Jay Will. And it's Max. And when Max returns to his office here at the South Street Seaport, our studios are practically adjacent to each other. His office and my office are literally adjacent to each other. Uh, Jeffrey, is he going to find uh, anything different about his office upon his return? He may or may not find a missing piece of apparel known as a tie mm. that, uh, that someone at this table is wearing. It's gray, but I'm not saying which one of us no, may have it on guy. our... This, this is mine. It <laughs> came out of my well, I'm, I'm doing an investigation. Yeah. <laughs> Graziano's tie is gray. Yep. That's right. Where did you get that tie? Out of my closet this morning. Out of your closet this yeah. morning. 
And, and, and do, is there any witness to this? Like, did the wife, the kids no, witness this? Sleep you, when I get up. But I mean, I'm sure alibi? you can find a clip of me on television wearing this tie at some point in the past. Uh huh. It's a very oh, yeah. indistinguishable tie. I, I could disagree with No, it's with Burberry. It. It's very nice. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> suggesting it isn't a nice yeah, yeah. tie, but I am. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure Kellerman. I mean, Jeff's tie is nice as well. <laughs> so, Jeffrey is wearing a, a tie. Where did you get that tie, Jeff? Uh, from an office, undisclosed. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you walked into Kellerman's office and just took a tie? I'm well, uh, born and raised no. in locker rooms. We share, we borrow, it? we take back. I mean, you know. There was a discussion. He was looking for a tie that had a little more color to it. Yeah. Who was in this discussion? Wearing, but Kellerman doesn't wear ties. That have, like, but are, who all the was ties in like the, all saying, the New York guys, yeah. Yeah, whether we go, whether we, all the way down, Stephen A., yeah. you know, Greeny, Kellerman, all the t- ties are black, gray. There's no, yeah. like, I needed some pop this morning. I'm very brown today. Yeah. Like it's like, I, like I'm going to Wyoming and need some boots on. It's just I look like a substitute teacher. Can, can I go back here. for a second? You're burying the conversation here. You just said there was a conversation that took place. Yes. yes. Can you name the people who were in that conversation? <laughs> it was me, Jeff Saturday, and Dominique Foxworth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is there one name conspicuously absent from that list of names that were in the conversation who might have had some say in whether or not this tie could be worn. Look, the initial plan was they were going to go to a different office. I don't know what happened to change it. Was one of the offices locked? Is no, that, the, okay. the, the, color, the, color, the color wheel wasn't solid got for it, me. Got it, got it. I don't have ties in my <laughs> office. So, you're such, so Stephen A, you're talking first. about. Yeah, right, we, I don't we, have ties yeah, in yeah, there. Right. We, so, you were like in meditation. Your back was turned to us, so right. we had to move on. I, I meditate before the show. So, so here's the question. Here's the real question here. At this moment, is that tie A? This is what I'm asking the Which audience. Tie? The tie that Saturday is wearing, yeah, is that right now A, borrowed, or B, <laughs> stolen? That's my question. I believe you can make a pretty significant argument, Graziano, that right now Jeff Saturday is wearing a stolen tie. I think it all comes down to does he forget to take it off before he leaves today to go to the airport? If he doesn't, then it's going to end up being a stolen tie. Uh-huh. Agreed. Agree. You and I are in full alignment here. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Right. Borrowed means it's going to be returned. Stolen means it's going to be kept. It would also be good kept. to hear Kellerman weigh in on this. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll chat to let Ma- yeah. Max is only here like 19 hours a day. Right, right. So yeah, got, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure we can find him. I have, I, you found the one moment that he wasn't in the office <laughs> that you were able to steal the tie. All right, Jeff Saturday, outstanding. Graziano, outstanding as always. Thank you, fellas. Jeff's got a nice little trip coming up here. Enjoy Ooh, your yes, travels. Sir. Appreciate you. He's on your way to Iceland. Iceland. This, this evening. I came fired up. My wife, Karen's coming. Coming up, we're meeting. Don't need a tie in Iceland. So this this will be a borrowed tie because it will be returned. Assuming you've remembered. (laughs) Are you aware the job search can be a long, frustrating journey? That is why ZipRecruiter's AI does so much of the work for you. They send you jobs you can apply to with one click, and they pitch your profile to employers. Sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Coming up next, an explanation for the inexplicable, and it only makes the situation worse. That's next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, 
Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. All right, I'm delighted to bring in the assembled members of the Hashtag crew this morning. Hashtag Hembo is with us after a fun morning on Get Up. How are you, Hembo? I'm doing very well, Greeny. Uh, Nuno, we've already heard from this morning. Nuno, have, have you uh, begun the investigation into the great tie caper of Max Kellerman's office this morning? Do you think, uh, have you con- been in contact <laughs> with the, the people, the staff of the KJM show to make sure we get to the bottom of this? I think they'll, they will continue this investigation tomorrow, but I have my preliminary findings mm-hmm. already. And, and what, are you, uh, what, uh, what are you projecting? Even it's C, the answer is C, Jeff now owns that tie, even if Max wants it. <laughs> uh, but he also made the smart decision of not going into Stephen A's office and trying to take a tie. So he wins. Fair enough. I think that's well done by Jeff. And then we have hashtag Bubba, um, who is uh, extraordinary. I mean, sartorially splendid. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, uh, Bubba, before his career in radio, worked in fashion for a very long time and um, in multiple different uh, fashion houses and designers. So what are your thoughts on the, uh, the tie, the Jeff Saturday stolen tie situation here? I mean, sometimes you need a tie. So, I mean, <laughs> if there's one nearby, you got to take it. And if you return it before Iceland... I see no issues. I mean, are you allowed to do that? Like, what is the etiquette on that? I'm just just taking a tie. So, I, I think the the borrowed versus stolen distinction has everything to do with whether or not Max knew he took it. In, in this case, he did not know right. that he took it. So, even if he would have approved, it doesn't much matter. That's a stolen tie. It's stolen. I completely agree with you. We have a stolen tie. Mm. Okay, we also have a stolen award, and I'm going to explain this because I just got the explanation of it. So. Let's get to the bottom of another great mystery, and that is, how in the world was Aaron Donald not the MVP of that Super Bowl? Many of us wondered that yesterday, and we blamed it on, um, like, offensive prejudice, right? Like, everyone always wants to go for the offensive guy, quarterback, wide receiver, they gave it to Cooper Cup. I actually said on this radio show yesterday, not knowing what I'm about to tell you now, that I was particularly surprised because they love giving it to defensive players. There have been a lot of defensive players who've won MVPs in years when it could have gone to a, a variety of different people. They choose the defensive guy. So I was especially surprised by this for that reason. Again, I, I don't think that Cooper Cup getting the award rises to the level of an outrage, but to me it's a clear miss, clear miss. No question Aaron Donald was the most valuable player in that game. The two plays he makes at the end, which are highlight reel worthy, all time great worthy plays, ice the game. That's the win right there. And then I find out that there is a real reason why Donald didn't win that award based on those two plays. And that is by the time he made those plays, those votes had long since been tabulated. It turns out that the people who vote for the MVP of the Super Bowl, which is a small, limited group of journalists who are covering the game, have to have their votes in at the two-minute warning. I will confess, I've never known that. 
And I think it's a terrible idea. Because what you're saying is, we're going to award this to the player who's been the most valuable for the first 58 minutes of the game and leave out the most important two. The last two minutes are frequently the most important two minutes, ipso facto this year being a perfect example. It then goes on to explain that one of the reasons in a story I was reading, one of the reasons for this is that the members of the media who are voting on this have other responsibilities. Like they got to get down to the field. They got to go doing their work. And I say, you're not making the point you think you're making. You're making my point. Now, I don't know who better could vote for this award. I am not one of those who says the media shouldn't vote for these awards. But if the media cannot vote for this award at the end of the game, then we need someone else to do it. I don't know who, but I know that by next year's Super Bowl, we can no longer have this plan in place because Aaron Donald deserved to be a Super Bowl MVP. And you may say to yourself, Greeny, how important is that? And I would answer that question with a question, which is, how important is it? We count up Super Bowl MVPs, right? How many times do we talk about this guy who won this many Super Bowl MVPs? Brady, I believe, won five Super Bowl MVPs, and Montana won two. And then we count those. Those are important. You don't get to be a Super Bowl MVP if you're not a great player, or very seldom. There have been a few examples of you know, guys who just had one great day on the biggest game of their lives and won the MVP. But the MVP of the Super Bowl does matter. We cannot have a system where the last two minutes don't count. They're saying they need the, the network needs to be able to, to, to announce this quickly and they need to be able to present it on the field. Do we need it that badly? Like what you're basically telling me is this award isn't really that important. It's not as important as the work these writers have to go down and do and as important as making sure we present that as quickly as possible when the game ends. Now, I don't know how many people are voting for this, but how hard is it to tabulate? It just seems impossible to me that there isn't a way that we can name a Super Bowl MVP that it can be done when the game is actually over. I, I don't feel like that's asking a lot. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. My assumption was that they had to tabulate a lot of votes and it took a lot of time. I looked into it. It's 16 votes. Like 16? I, I can do that in I could count that in two a minutes. Minute. Yeah. Like, literally. And so, then just yell down to Jim. No, it wasn't Nance. Whoever's down there. Tariko. <laughs> Mike! It went to Cooper Cup, <laughs> nine to seven. Like, just it's not that hard, <laughs> right? I mean, it, it, it's it's not that hard. Sixteen, you should be able to count sixteen votes in sixteen seconds. Yeah. One, two, three, done. And at some point, it becomes a, it's a plurality of the vote, right? It doesn't need to be so. So, like, once someone gets to nine, <laughs> we over. can stop counting. <laughs> so you might be able to do this in nine seconds. So I I am I'm taken aback. But Nuno, am I making too big a deal of this? I believe that that award matters. And I think that the idea that we have in place a system where by design, the last two minutes are not included in the consideration of the award just strikes me as a huge mistake. And and the funny part is if the Bengals won, they would have reopened the voting, obviously, to uh, because people, to change your vote and so forth. So at that point in time, why not allow you know open that up? Because it's not like what are they going to a ballot box and like you know <laughs> and handling their handing in their uh, votes? You're probably doing it off your phone. Like what are we doing here, people? That, that I hadn't thought of that part of it, but you're right. When the game changes, when the result changes in the last two minutes. 
that wouldn't have stayed in place, right? Like, didn't um, what, what is the name of the receiver who caught two, Higgins? T. Higgins mm-hmm. caught two touchdowns in that game, right? If he catches, let let's say on that final drive, rather than Aaron Donald making two of the greatest and most memorable defensive plays in Super Bowl history, T. Higgins catches like a little you know ten yard hitch makes three guys miss with spectacular moves and runs it in for a game-winning touchdown with practically no time remaining. And then they're going to give the award to Cooper Cup, <laughs> who, who didn't catch a second touchdown until after the two-minute warning anyway. Well, that does, is that right? That's right. There was a minute and a half left. And Cincinnati was still winning at the two-minute warning. This is all very weird. I, I need to, So we got another mystery. We got the great tie caper of 2022. And now we got to, I don't understand how this happened. So you're right. So Cup is the MVP of the game at that, but we're projecting they're going to win. They have to be able to make a change here. I don't like it. I don't like this system. I think it needs to be completely rethought. And I would like to put together a committee to look into redoing this. And Bubba, if you have time in your busy schedule, I'd like you to chair that committee. Uh, so we'll see if we can't do that. Hey, this is Greeny telling you to try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless with nationwide 5G on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. All right, next. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. So there's something I just need you to know. And I don't just want you to know this. I need you to know it. And that is, I did not purposely yesterday make everyone uncomfortable and ruin my daughter's life. So sometimes I forget how much time has gone by. You know, I don't know if other people my age or older than me have the same feeling I do. But sometimes things that happened a very long time ago feel as though they just happened. So this is a story I've told a million times on Mike and Mike over the course of time. And when I referenced it on social media yesterday, I assumed it was something everyone would get. So I posted on my Instagram account yesterday at ESPN Greeny, a nice Valentine's Day message to my wife. And I put on there 26 years ago today, because it was Valentine's Day, I bought her lingerie. It didn't go over well. Today, we still laugh about it. In a nutshell, that's what marriage is all about. It's meant to be a nice sentiment. Why are you laughing like I that? also could have gone without, in a nutshell, but I just noticed that now. Either way, I, I, I laughed at this, even knowing the story, and cringed a little bit. In a home. nutshell, like, the, the, that's what marriage is about. Like, you do something stupid, 26 years later, we're still laughing about it. Like, but I assumed everyone would know the story. And the story is very simple. On our first Valentine's Day, we had only been a couple for a very short time. And I was working at a TV station in Oak Brook, Illinois at that time. Uh, that's where it was, it was CLTV, Chicagoland TV. The studios are all the way out in the western suburbs in Oakbrook, and there's a huge mall there. So I go into the mall, and I go into the store. I forget what the chain store is, but it's at Macy's or one of the big stores. And I say, yeah, you know, I, there's three saleswomen that I, I find myself talking to, three women behind them. I can still picture them. And I say, yeah, I just started dating this woman, and, and, and I don't know what to get her for Valentine's Day. And all three of them hit me with, ooh, she, she wants you to make her feel sexy. She wants you to buy her some, like, frilly nightgown, sexy, sexy, sexy. And I'm thinking, that doesn't sound like her. <laughs> and I know it isn't me. But they must know better than I do. So the next thing I know, I'm in Victoria's Secret. I buy this thing. I give it to her for Valentine's Day. And that was the day we instituted the, from now on, we shop for all gifts together policy in my marriage. <laughs> It was never worn. It was never considered. 
And it is, again, something we laugh about to this day 26 years later. Now, all, so I, like an idiot, post that stuff yesterday assuming, oh, everyone will remember that story and they'll get why this is funny. But, of course, everyone hasn't been listening to everything I've said for the last 20 years, <laughs> despite my wishes that they had. And one of those people is my daughter, Nikki, who saw that post and wrote upon it. She retweeted a quote tweeted it and wrote, Things I didn't need to know. Nikki actually texted me and she wrote, she texted the family group chat actually. And let me find that here. And she wrote, what are we doing with these posts today, people? Are you trying to take away my will to live? (laughs) (laughs) That's my 21 year old daughter. So I would like to apologize not only to her, but to anyone who was made uncomfortable by the obviously terrifying notion of me giving lingerie to anyone under any circumstances. It was not meant to be sexy, sexy. It was meant to be, look how ridiculous a person can be. So that is the explanation for that story yesterday. Nuno, does it now make some semblance of sense that you hear all of the details? No, I mean, I understand. Uh, You know, and I give you an A for effort, right? You ask for guidance. They sent you the wrong way. And and you're able to laugh at it. I think at this point in time, right, like normally your kids would just check out and not listen to the morning show because they were probably in school or whatever. Right. Now with social media, everything you put on there, like they see and I feel bad. But like it's part of it. Like Hembo in 26 years, I don't know if Lizzie will be laughing at all the mistakes you've made. Right. But like, but yes. But this is why I can give you all of the advice that I give you, a, a marital advice, because I've lived all of this. Learn from my mistakes. And again, the, the important thing to point out, people my age, we don't do that stuff. Like, 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 wait, wait, sexting, all that kind of thing. Time like, out. You know, that's a thing now. Time out. What? People your age don't do any of that stuff. Is what you're saying? That's right. I actually have data to refute that claim. Data. But you don't have data. Hold, stand by. Stand Why by. would you have data Why, well, on I, that? I need to get to the bottom of that. Hold, just hold that thought. Just, there's no way in the world you have data to refute what I'm saying. Oh. I'm suggesting people my age do not do the kind of stuff that would normally make their 21-year-olds uncomfortable. <laughs> the 21-year-olds are busy doing that. We are not. Like, for example... You want to see something on my phone? I'll just hand it to you. <laughs> you know, like a lot of the young people I work with all the time, they're like, oh, I have this cute picture. I'm like, oh, give me the phone. And they're like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> you can't scroll through my picture. I'm like, why? What, what picture is going to be on there? Uh, it, what, what, look at my phone. Here, I'm going to tell you what. There are two kinds of pictures you're going to find on my phone. Me playing golf and my dog. That's it. If you, you're going to be bored out of your mind looking at my phone, but you're going to, that's what you're going to see. There's nothing on my phone that you can't see. If you have things on your phone that other people shouldn't see, they should not be on your phone. That's what I think. And I think all people my age think that. If Hembo thinks he has data that refutes it, we're going to have to get to the bottom of that mystery as well. Hey, did you know you can listen to this show commercial-free? You can listen to all your favorite ESPN radio shows and much more without the ads on TuneIn. It's the best audio app for sports fans. Just download the TuneIn app and get started. All right, we'll get to the bottom of this. Plus, we got we to gotta identify, I think we have identified the worst job in sports right now. Greenie, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, I have a million things I want to get to. I got football odds for next year. I got a whole bunch of basketball stuff in the hopper, and we can identify the worst job in sports. <laughs> but, Hembo, your job is to collect data, right? You are a data person. I'm a researcher. You mm-hmm. are a researcher, an analytics maven, and guru, and you know all this kind of stuff. So I'm intrigued by what you said a moment ago, and despite my, probably despite my better inclination, I feel the need to ask you the question. So I just told a quick story about how, like I once a million years ago did like a stupid thing buying my wife this lingerie, which she was never going to wear. And candidly, I didn't think she would. And, and, and I made the point that now you know, we laugh about it and that's what marriage is about. And that, you know, anyway, people my age, we don't do that stuff. Like there's no, there's no sexting going on amongst people my age. There's just not. I am my age, and I hang around with a lot of other people my age. And I'm telling you right now, none of us has taken pictures. I'm just, I can't imagine being that proud of it. So <laughs> no one has taken pictures and sending them around here. That is not true. What, what, what is it you're about to tell we me? We have data. What kind of data? That refute that claim. Wait, is this the Elias Sports Bureau? I mean, <laughs> who's putting together, who's compiling this data? This is the Pew Research Center. This is, this is a credible data the source. Pew Research mm-hmm. Center, spelled this, P-E-W. This is honestly, this is groundbreaking research. So I'll, I'll lay out for you the way that they laid this out for me. So they asked people in four different age brackets a variety of dating-specific questions, okay? And the most stunning development of all in this research, Greeny, is that 21%, about one in five people aged 65 or higher, view the practice of consenting adults exchanging explicit images of themselves as acceptable one so we are living in a world in which 20 percent of senior citizens are sexting each other no 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 see i don't think that's what that says what does it say read again what the question was people aged 65 or higher view the practice of Mm -hmm. consenting adults right exchanging explicit images of themselves as acceptable well i may or may not agree with that but those consenting adults should not be me (laughs) And they should not be 65 and older. See, I think it is one thing that one in five, that says to me four out of five older people th- think it's inappropriate for anyone to do that. I don't think that's saying that all these people are sending pictures of themselves to each other. Is that how you're interpreting that research? No, you're right here because it does say further on in, in the qualifiers that it is regardless of whether they would do it themselves. See, that's the thing. 
What percentage of people 65 and older do you think are actually sending each other <laughs> nude photos? Like, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that's a very low, and I say this myself, again, if you saw a picture of me naked, you'd kill yourself. I mean, you could never, that's an experience no one should be forced to live through. I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not a pretty picture. Well, let me ask you a question. What? Would you, would you rather accidentally send it to the wrong person or accidentally receive it? Um, from anyone else. Like, what I'm saying is, in this case... I would much <laughs> rather accidentally receive it... No way! ...than accidentally send okay, it... Okay, so if I'm given the option, if I choose to do this and send this picture, let's say accidentally, to my dad, I would much rather do that than well, get one of my dad. I give you a way worse one. I give you a way worse one, and it could happen. There's going to come a time... I, I, when you go into your phone under the contacts... Mm-hmm. How is your mother listed? Just M-O-M. Just mom. Mom. Mm-hmm. Mine too. When your kids are little, you might find yourself referring to your wife, to Lizzie, as mom every now and again, just because I would never in my life said to St- if Stacey and I are sitting alone, I never called her mom. But, you know, if you got the kids in the there was one time we're in the car and my kids are little and they're saying, we got to ask mom, I want to do something. And where are we go- where, Where's this? Where is that? We got to ask mom. And the kids are like, ask mom, call mom, call mom. And not thinking about it very much, I just on my phone went to mom and I hit send, you know, hit whatever, call. And the next thing I know, my mother is on the phone, not my wife. And she she doesn't have the information that I needed. But we all thought this was kind of funny. But now I'm envisioning a scenario where you decide you're going to try and spice up your marriage. Like you've had little kids and, you know, some of the joie de vivre is kind of missing from the relationship. So you decide, because you're kind of a dope, that the way, the best way to try and spark something here is to send a nude photo of yourself. Let, let me, first of all, disabuse you of that notion. That, that, is, that is not going to make anyone excited. However, if in that moment, without really thinking about it, you hit mom oh. and send it to your mother, you will have two options. One, you will have to move out of the country and never return. Or two, you will have to kill your mother. There's no, you can't, there's no third option. Like she cannot, one of you cannot continue living. Like there's no way in the world you will be able to go through that. So that, this is the reason that people should not do this. Even so. I'm very down on sex. In this scenario that you've outlined. If I accidentally send that photo to my mom, at least it's. Not something she's never seen no. before. No, 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 if no. If she no, sends me no, the photo, no, Greeny. No, 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 no. It's Let me stop you. Let me stop you. What are we doing it's here? Much what, worse. Are, what are we doing Let here? Let me stop you. We're getting, Nuno, please jump this in here because this is this is taking a turn. Oh, I got a turn. Jeez, I'm so glad I'm off tomorrow, so I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to deal with the uh, blowback of this. Like, what, what do we do? Didn't you, Hemble, admit like you showed like to your teammates? Father, who was a vet one day when you got <laughs> what hit, are we doing? Like, got hit with a line drive or something. I, I blame myself. I blame myself. I, I, this, I want to be off tomorrow now. <laughs> I have this great baseball story that I should have done, and we've got the gambling odds on next year's Super Bowl, and we should have done that. And I've got a ton of notes from the NBA, and we should have done that. And somehow, and I blame Hembo, you dragged me with your Pew research, and in this case, it is aptly named. You drag me down this ridiculous path from which we may never as a program recover. So we're all going to pause. We have another hour to come. If they don't yank us off the air, we'll find out next on ESPN Radio.
Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.